Can God change your life in the next 30 minutes? I believe you're watching right now because God has something special for you. I'm Jonathan Burness, and I'm a Jewish rabbi who follows Jesus. For the next half hour, you're going to learn how the Jewish roots of your Christian faith can bless you today. When you begin to understand how Jewish Jesus and the New Testament really are, your Bible's going to come alive in a whole new way. With insightful teachings and anointed guests, you'll discover how the Old and the New Testaments are woven together, how Bible prophecy is coming to pass before our very eyes, and why you need to stand with Israel. It's all just ahead here on Jewish Voice. Well, shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice. You can keep clapping. We're here to help you understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and why you should stand with Israel. I'm Rabbi Jonathan Burness. Thanks for joining us. Well, my guest today has uncovered an ancient biblical prayer that can change your life. It's a prayer that God wants proclaimed over you and your family every day. Here to tell us about this intriguing ancient priestly prayer is my dear friend, Warren Marcus. Warren, good to see you again. Warren, by the way, is a fellow Jewish believer. We've probably known each other 20, at least 25 20, years. Yes. I want to begin with talking about a conspiracy because yes. you believe there's a conspiracy to keep people from entering into the blessing of the Father. What right. do you mean by that? Well, I believe religion and devil, and the devil himself, is in a conspiracy to keep even those who believe in Yeshua from the Father, from thinking they could have intimacy with the Father. And so you could have a, you could have a relationship with Yeshua, you could have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, but the Father's locked away in the Holy of Holies, which he, he is there being worshipped continually. I mean, he's so holy. But the key is, when we were born again, we weren't adopted by Jesus into the family. We weren't adopted by the Holy Spirit. We were adopted by the Father. Mm. And yet, Interesting. And yet yeah. it's kind of like we're stuck in a spiritual orphanage. We have the like, access to the Father's mansion to be with him, but we, but we don't realize it. So we talk about, I, I have a heavenly Father, and he's my Father. And we talk about the heart of the Father. We talk about him. But we don't know him, and he wants us to visit him. I mean, it says Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. But we're talking to Jesus, and the Father's saying, what, am I chopped liver? <laughs> you know? I mean, So you know. I, I, I want to drill down on this yes. further, yes. because if you have Jesus or Yeshua, you have everything on the one hand. This is a good Jewish way to approach But on the other hand, there's something unique about a relationship with the Father through right. the Son. Can you elaborate on that? Right, more? and the well, here's the thing. What did Yeshua come? He said, everything I say is what the Father told me to say. Everything I do is what the, I've seen the Father do. He's saying, I've come to make the Father's name known. In John 17, he says, I've done this, Father. I made your name known. Who? The name of the one true God of Israel. Because there is only one true God. So he came to make him known. Remember, Philip said, show me the Father. When you see me, you see the Father. So he was trying to give a face to the Father and make us understand that the Father is accessible. And he, and he suffered a ter terrible death on the cross 
so that the, the middle wall of partition could be broken down so we could go in to fellowship with the Father. He wants us to know our Heavenly yeah, Father. Yeah, this is really good. This is really important, by the way. Here's another thing that's, that I, is unique for some of the people watching. Many have the lights gone on. But the idea of going back to the old, yes. the old covenant, yes. or covenants rather, the old right. covenant scriptures, to understand in a new, fresh way the new. Yes. Whereas most Christians focus on the new, and in some cases the pages of the Torah, the first yes. five books, are just stuck together. That's right because they really haven't been studied right. at all. But you're advocating to go back all the way to the beginning or near the beginning. Amen. And the key is, is with this prayer that was rediscovered in the way it was intended to understand. You know, there was, there was a discovery made and Gabriel Barkai is an, is an agnostic Jewish archeologist. So he goes in a cave opposite the Temple Mount and he finds this amulet and it's stuck in this museum in Israel, but it's the oldest intact Bible scripture that was written in the Paleo-Hebrew. It's 400 years older than the Dead Sea Scrolls. Mm. So they started studying this, and this is like over a five-year period. And I started digging in, and I said, okay, what happened to Israel when it was prayed over them? Well, for Israel, for 40 years in the wilderness, had divine supply of food, had angelic protection, had water that would come out of rock, would feed their entire flocks. This is in the desert, had, in, had, had perfect health. There was not one feeble among them. They had air conditioning during the day because there was a cloud that covered the camp <laughs> from the hot desert sun. At night, they had heating because the pillar of fire not only was on the tabernacle, but it went all over the camp. And then their clothes and shoes never wore out for 40 years. Now, how about that? You don't this, have to have cleaning this bills. Sounds like, this sounds like a New Testament well, that's, story. That's it. So really. I started saying, what is it? Why did they have it? And why doesn't it happen today? They had something that we don't even have in the church knowing Jesus. I mean, I'm saying there's something about, even in the Old Testament when I read it, Elijah and some of these, as they're great miracles that Yeshua did. But there's things that are in the Old Covenant scriptures that I go, wow. So what is it? And we never saw it growing up in a Jewish home because we, were, we, didn't, we weren't exposed to the supernatural. Exactly. So the key is I started looking into the scriptures and saying, what is this that you're doing, God? And as I started realizing it, I had to understand, what is this prayer? Here's the one key, number one key. This is the only prayer in the entire Bible that God himself wrote. Now, you won't read scholars saying that, but figure it out. The Ten Commandments, God's own finger wrote the Ten Commandments. This prayer was given to Moses, and he said, here's a prayer that, I, that I'm giving you. You have the priest, the high priest Aaron, pray this every day over the Jewish people. And it says in Numbers 6:27, and I will put my name upon them and bless them. See, we go right to the blessing. He said, I'm going to put my name upon them. What does that mean? So I started looking into the Hebrew in that. The, the Orthodox Jews won't say even Adonai, which means Lord. They won't say the Tetragrammaton and try to say Jehovah yeah. or we'll Yahweh. We'll say Adonai until we don't have to, to pronounce or even write right. the he's name so of God holy. or Hashem the name. Right. But there's not an intimacy. But you'll hear Orthodox Jews say Hashem told me, the name told me. What does Shem mean? Shem doesn't mean the title of. It means the very person of. 
Hashem. Yeah. The name. It's one of the alternative right. Right. ways of saying the right. unpronounceable name right. of yud heh vav Yahweh. Yes. Hashem, the name. Yes. But there's something, there's a mystery in well, that. Well, the Hebrew meaning of Shem means the very person of, the holy character of, the power and authority of that person. So what, when they're saying Hashem, it's the, the person of the Father the Father. It's the person, and it's his holy character, his power and authority. So when he says, I want to put my... It's the name, right? Right. But when I want to put my Shem upon you, he's saying, I want to put my very person upon you. I want to put my holy character upon you. It's an impartation. I want to put my power and authority over you. Now, when he did in Genesis, it was Elohim who created the heavens and the earth, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's a plural name of God. But when it says, let us make man in our image, and it says that God breathed upon Adam life to make him in the image and likeness of God, the word for breath is nashem. The name was being breathed. The person of the holy character of the power and authority of the Father made that clay into a life, and Adam walked sinless he walked in the holy character he walked he gave him power and authority over everything until he blew it but the key is is that's what that prayer was so you know israel when they were slaves in egypt they didn't even have the word yet wow so i want to talk about this impartation yes i perked up when i heard the word impartation <laughs> yes yes you believe that there is an impartation through this prayer yes available to every believer yes that can actually bring them into this, the same kind of blessing and provision yes. that the children of Israel experienced yes, in the wilderness? Yes, and even more a relationship with their Heavenly Father in a way that you could have a relationship with Jesus through the new birth. That's experiential, that's supernatural, that's intimate. We can have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Some call it the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Other people say they just understand that the Holy Spirit isn't in it, but it's a person. He's a person, and that you could fellowship with the Holy Spirit. But the key is, I can have a relationship, and I believe this prayer is being given to us again to understand it in the fullness of meaning from the Hebrew, where this is the Father coming to us and saying, you're my son, you're my daughter in whom I am well pleased. Wow. So this is, the, this is, yeah, this is the missing relationship. Yes. A relationship with the triune God. Yes. Through the Son, the Holy you Spirit. Have to come in through the Son. And through the Son, the Father, yes. which has been missing. Yes. I get it. I hope you get it too. Yes. This is awesome. And the church is needing because we're in we're in a fatherless generation. So much is a problem because earthly fathers are failing. We need a heavenly father. And when you understand the prayer, you understand what the father's bringing to the table because the prayer, every word of that prayer, they're, they're abstract words. Bless you, shine my face upon you. When you understand what it really means, it's him coming and accessing and imparting things to well, you. Well, I, I want to get there, but I, yes. I want to move into the prayer. Okay. I want to make one point, and this yes. might ruffle some feathers, but yes. I'm going to say it anyway because you're saying it, and I'm going to say it super, just super clear. A relationship with the Son is not a relationship directly with the Father. It's through the Son to the yes. Father because the Son is not the Father. Yes. He's God, but He's not the Father. Right. Right. That's right. This is, that, would, that would be hard for Just some like people watching. Just like the Holy watching. Spirit's different. 
than Yeshua. Yeshua is seated at the right hand of the Father. But through the Holy Spirit coming within us, that's Messiah in us, the hope of glory. That's, our, that's another comforter. That's Jesus in us, okay? So that's how we get it I through the Holy Spirit. I love this revelation, Warren. Do you get this, folks? Do you get this revelation? There's so much in here. I, I, just, I hope you're not missing it. Move us into the blessing. I don't want okay. to run out of time okay. to at least begin to talk about the specifics of the blessing and the impartation right. of the blessing. Right. The, the, the impartation of the blessing is this way. The understanding, the Lord bless you. We don't know. What is bless? It's abstract. See, the English words are abstract, but the Hebrew words are concrete. The barach, barach means to kneel in before you. It's the camel kneels, that's barach, to offer its gifts. So it's the Father. What that first part of the prayer means, the Father is kneeling in front of you making himself available with his arms outstretched to his son and daughter, saying, come to me, my son and daughter, because he wants to bestow upon us his love. He wants to impart to us his gifts. That's what this is talking about. And then there's a part to keep you, right? To keep you is a picture of the father now pulling his arms around you in a divine embrace. And when he does this, protection comes. Psalm 91 is activated. All of the promises, because when you're in his presence, deliverance comes. When you're in his presence and he enfolds you, salvation comes. The enemy can't touch you. He can't even penetrate because you're in the strong arms of his father. And it implies that he has a thorny arm of protection, which means the thorns are on the outside to keep the predators out, just like they would build a, a stone wall to keep the sheep protected. It's and beautiful they, pictures. Right? Now, do you, do, you, do you envision those things as you're proclaiming yes, this prayer Yes, I proclaim now? this, and I share what it means from the Amplified Hebrew to English. In our English Bibles, we read, the Lord make his face shine upon you. But in the Amplified Hebrew to English version, it's may Yehovah or Yahweh, your heavenly Father, illuminate the wholeness of his being towards you, continually bringing you to order, so you will fulfill your God-given destiny and purpose. So in this portion, this is what it is. It's as if he loosens his grip from his divine embrace, and now he's looking at you face to face. And his panim, his face, is shining upon you. And when his face shines upon you, it's like Moses wrote Torah by the face of God shining. It opens a door to revelation. The Hebrew word for shine is or, order. It speaks of order. It puts your mind in order. Singleness of mind comes, and your mind becomes his mind. I have this happen to me every time this is proclaimed. I can't think of anything. Temptation goes away. But it also opens a door into what he has for you, your destiny and purpose. He shows you things. He gives you revelation. And that's why Moses, when he wrote Torah, he got the revelation of God. The word of God came from the shining face of his father. Keep going because I'm catching, every, I'm, I'm catching the revelation. Go into the graciousness. So in our English Bibles, it says, and be gracious to you. But this is the picture of what it is in the Amplified Hebrew to English. May Jehovah God, Yahweh, your heavenly Father, provide you with perfect love and fellowship, never leaving you, and give you sustenance, provision, and friendship. So this is a picture of your heavenly Father now looking at you face to face. You see his love in his eyes for you. He smiles at you. And this is where he says, you are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter in whom I am well pleased. Hmm. So he imparts that love to you. And now, now Warren, when you're, when you're 
praying this prayer, are you reading the Amplified Hebrew yeah, of the prayer? I'm so sharing, it's a much longer prayer. That's right. And I don't hold my hands up anyway because that's Yeshua doing it. I'm praying it in the I'm name. I'm doing that naturally. I'm, I'm just yeah, but so I'm used saying, to it. I pray in the name of, of him. So he's praying it through me. When you pray in the name of Yeshua, the Shem of Yeshua, you're praying in his person, in his stead, with his holy character, with his power and authority. He's praying it from heaven through my lips. I love it. And he's, you're praying the, he's praying the prayer through your lips yes. that was written by the Father, the Father himself. himself. I love okay. it. So okay, you I've, go I've, I want to move into the supernatural. Okay. What have you seen happen as a result of proclaiming this prayer in its fullness? Okay, when I do it and I pray it in the fullness over people and explain to them what it means, and then, of course, in the Hebrew it's sung. That's where the real fullness of the impartation comes. I don't know why, but there's power in the Hebrew, okay? There's an anointing in the Hebrew, and when it's sung, all of those words, because in the Bible, the prayer is this big. In the Amplified Hebrew to English, it's this big, okay? Power-packed so, words. Right. Yeah. So I remember going to this church, Paris Presbyterian Church, and the, the pastor said, you have, like, till 8.30 p.m., and you need to wrap up everything because... The congregation will just get up after, after you, you know, at that time because the Pittsburgh Steelers are kicking off. And so what happens is, now you have to understand, in the Presbyterian church, they don't believe in altar calls, this particular church, very liberal church. So I'm sharing this whole thing with a PowerPoint and all, and I go through the Amplified Hebrew to English prayer, and it's five minutes left, right? And now I then play the prayer over them in the Hebrew being sung. All of a sudden... I see tears coming down. I see people shaking. I see, it's like a man, these manifestations of the presence of the fathers there, the Shekinah. And I'm like, what do I do now? Because I don't know how to conduct myself. This is not the normal church that sure. we go to. And so I said, you know, it's now 8.30, and I promised your pastor that I would have you dismissed. And this one man that was making faces at me the whole time, kind of looking at me, looking at his watch, he gets up and he says, I don't give a D about the Steelers. They could go to, they could go to H as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> well, I wanted to laugh, but, the, but they were so, so we didn't get out of there until 1030. Wow. They just wanted to know more about Israel. They wanted to know more about the, the roots. They wanted to know more about everything. This opens the door to understand what your ministry is about, what everything that God's doing to wrap up time. I'd love to have you pray this prayer. We don't have enough time for the expanded version, but we do have it in Hebrew. Yes, and that's when the impartation comes, when it's sung over in Hebrew. And you have to understand, this is in the name of Yeshua. So it's like Yeshua is singing, and, we, and I had Paul Wilbur do a special version of this song oh. with instrumentation, and you will see the impact it has. You're going to feel it. Amen. Get ready and receive in the name of Yeshua. In Jesus' name.
In a moment, you'll find out how you can get a free copy of the song you just heard. Messianic worship leader Paul Wilbur singing the priestly prayer of the blessing over you in Hebrew. In 1979, a Jewish archaeologist discovered in a cave opposite the Temple Mount in Jerusalem a silver amulet that contains the oldest intact Bible scripture, 400 years older than the sacred Dead Sea Scrolls. Etched on it in the ancient Paleo-Hebrew is the only prayer in the entire Bible written by the God of Israel himself. Call now and get this brand new revelatory book and powerful two-part audio CD teaching by Warren Marcus, The Priestly Prayer of the Blessing. Through Warren's book, you will clearly understand that when the Jewish high priest, Aaron, prayed God's divine prayer over the children of Israel for 40 years, they received supernatural provision, food, perfect health, angelic protection, even their clothes and shoes never wore out. Learn how you too can experience the same and an even greater impartation than the children of Israel did. Discover that the prayer in your Bible is only a fraction of the fullness of meaning derived from the ancient Hebrew. Find out that Jesus himself, the high priest of the new covenant, prayed this divine prayer over his disciples as he ascended into heaven. Through this in-depth and powerful ancient priestly prayer of the blessing, two-part audio CD teaching by Warren Marcus, you will learn how to receive a supernatural relationship with your Heavenly Father. On this audio CD teaching series, you will also get your free copy of Messianic recording artist Paul Wilbur singing the priestly prayer of the blessing over you in Hebrew. You'll also receive this ancient priestly prayer of the blessing pendant. On the front is a depiction of the divine prayer in the ancient Paleo-Hebrew, similar to how it appeared on the actual amulet. On the other side is the prayer in English. You can carry this replica everywhere you go to remind you that your Heavenly Father's name has been placed upon you. And now, for a limited time, with your gift of $70 or more, Along with the book, the audio CD teaching series, and the pendant replica, you will also receive this powerful and anointed DVD. Watch this DVD every day as Warren Marcus pronounces the full amplified Hebrew to English translation of the divine prayer over you. And Messianic worship leader Paul Wilbur sings the prayer over you in Hebrew. Testimonies include supernatural healing, deliverance, divine protection, financial provision, and so much more as a result of watching this anointed DVD. You'll also receive this beautiful ancient priestly prayer of the blessing journal so you can document the answers to prayer, deeper insights, and revelation imparted to you each day as this divine prayer is proclaimed over you and others in your life. It includes 400 pages, each with a special scripture verse to deepen your walk with the God of Israel. Don't miss out on getting this brand new relevatory book and two-part audio CD teaching series by Warren Marcus, plus the pendant replica for your gift of $40 or more. Ask for offer number 2010 or call now with your gift of $70 or more to get the book, the two-part audio CD teaching, and the pendant, plus Warren's powerful DVD, plus this deluxe leatherette prayer journal with the ancient priestly prayer inscribed on the cover. Ask for offer number 2011. You can also go to our website, jewishvoice.tv, with your gift of support, or send it to us at Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. I hope you received. That was powerful. Maybe you don't know the Lord. Maybe you've fallen away, and it's time to come back. I want you to know that we're here for you. If you have questions or prayer needs, that's why Jewish Voice is here. You can log on to our website. It's jewishvoice.tv. Again, jewishvoice, one word, dot TV. I want you to know this. 
God loves you, and so do we. I want to thank Warren Marcus for joining us today. And as we close our program, I want to remind you, Psalm 122.6 says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love thee. And speaking of Jerusalem, we're going to Jerusalem, to Israel this May. The U.S. Embassy has been moved to Jerusalem, and there's more safety measures in place than ever before in the Holy Land. I want you to take a look. Don't miss the Jewish Voice Ministries Celebrate Israel 2018 Tour of the Holy Land. Join Jonathan Burnus as he celebrates the 70th anniversary of Israel's statehood. You'll follow the footsteps of Yeshua, Jesus, and actually walk where the Messiah walked. You'll explore amazing biblical sites, including Jerusalem, the Dead Sea, Mount of Olives, and Garden Tomb. You'll visit fascinating archaeological sites, the Holocaust Museum, and even the tunnels under the Temple Mount. You'll get insightful on-the-spot teaching from Rabbi Jonathan Burnus that will deepen your biblical understanding. You can even renew your marriage vows on the Sea of Galilee or be baptized at the Jordan River. Don't miss the 2018 Jewish Voice Ministries Celebrate Israel 2018 Tour of the Holy Land. For more information, log on to our website, jewishvoice.tv forward slash Israel. That's jewishvoice.tv forward slash Israel today. It is going to be an incredible tour. I hope you'll join us. You can get more information at jewishvoice.tv forward slash Israel for more information, or you can call the number on your screen. I'm Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. Remember this one? How about this one? Yeah, seeing the upper room was amazing. Yeah, well, it really was. Hey, hi, everybody. Hey, this is my daughter, Liel, and we're just looking at pictures from last year's Israel tour. And we're doing it on the new JVMI mobile app. This is an app that's filled with important news about Israel. It's so easy to personalize the content so that you actually get what you're interested in. All you have to do is click Personalize Now, and then you check off what you want to read about. It's that simple. You can follow along as we bring the gospel to Jewish people in remote places. You can see how Bible prophecy is coming to pass now. You can even watch our TV program. And you can see all the cool places my dad takes you when you go on the Israel tour with Jewish Voice. These are amazing memories, aren't they? Mm -hmm. What do you like the most about the Israel trip last time? I liked when we dipped our toe into the Dead Sea. Yeah. It's an incredible experience. She's been going since she was an infant. And with this app, you can bring Israel right into the palm of your hand. My JVMI works on your iPhone, your Android, or your tablet. Here's the best part. It's free and you can download it right now. Liel, tell them how. Just go to your app store and download My JVMI. Again, that's My JVMI. Oh, no.